Hey everyone, I'm Bert from Immature Stoners, and this is Dabbing with Washington Artists. Come and get stoned with us as we sit down and smoke with your favorite local artists. Yo, this is Don Marco. Go check out my Koji in the description. I'm here in the lounge, dabbing with Washington Artists. For today's series of dabs, we will begin our smoke session with a trophy wife, a blue steel, and a gummy bears. And we will round out the session with the confections, a golden pineapple, and a goat. Hey everyone, I'm Bert with Immature Stoners, and this is Dabbing with Washington Artists. And today we are joined by our new friend, Dom Marco. Um, nice to meet you, man. Thanks, nice to meet you as well. Hell yeah. Um, are you ready to get stoned, have some fun? I'm ready to reach that level, let's go. Alright, so for our first dab of the day, we got some Trophy Wife. Trophy Wife is a well-balanced hybrid with gentle terpene profile of sour herbs and hints of diesel and is known for its physical and mental high that lasts for hours. We scored a gram of these saucy diamonds at a shop on Center Avenue in Tacoma. And then you can uh, pull to clear it if you want. There you go. Okay. Mm. Definitely a good start. So, uh, the first thing we'd like to ask everyone, uh, what role does cannabis play in your creative process? Man, I mean, there's so many different options of uh, types of drugs you can use. And um, for, for how I go through life, I feel like it's it's either the doctor prescribing you something or using the medication to kind of soothe you. And so I use cannabis just to keep things calm and collective. I fight a lot of demons and I'm not trying to let them out, but just keep them under control. And so for it's sure. the easiest way for me, the healthiest way. There you go. Um, do you have a preference for indicas or sativas uh, or do you have any favorite strains right now? Oh, I don't know if I have a favorite strain, but um, I'm leaning indica nowadays. Yeah. It's kind of more mellow. Happy to do that. I have so much ADHD as well as it's it's wild. So, <laughs> dude, dude, it's nice to be able to get your thoughts to be able to just slow down a little bit. Just yes, be like, okay, now I can grab onto one of you. <laughs> I do my best. It's still even wild at that point. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, All right. So uh, for our dab number two, we got some blue steel. Blue Steel is an indica-dominant strain developed in Washington and is known for its cerebral high and tendency to leave the smoker feeling couch-locked and sedated. We found a gram of this sauce at a shop on Broadway in Everett. All right, um, the second thing we'd like to ask everyone, uh, how has living in Washington influenced your sound or your, your uh, creative process? Man, so I came to Washington when I was real young, so I feel like Washington is my home, um, even though I was born in Sacramento. Nothing compares to the Pacific Northwest. I mean, I've been to Georgia, been to Memphis, been over to Texas, but nothing compares food-wise. I mean, the people, uh, everything out here, man. Like there's, I just moved back from Spokane, what, like a month ago? Okay. 
Food is terrible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but over here in the Pacific Northwest, it's uh, it's just different culture. Everyone is kind of like, unless you disrespect them, there's no reason for them to have any problems. It's just cool, somber, you know? I feel like there's no reason for me to leave here. Okay. So. And how do you think to feel that uh, comes across in your music? Um, I feel like I don't I don't hitch off of anybody's sound and um I don't know, that's kind of a tough question, but uh I am who I am because of the great Pacific Northwest. You know, it's a there's so many different avenues and so many different types of people around here that come from all kind like everywhere around the world. Sure. So it's a a collective of everything and it shaped me because I get my choices. Hell yeah. So, what area did you grow up in? Uh, mostly like the Skagit Valley area. So, okay. it's about an hour north of Seattle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. So, for our number three, and I think you're going to love, uh, we got some gummy bears. Yes. Who don't like some gummy bears? Dude, dude, just smell that though. Oh. Oh, it smells like some gummy bears. It smells like you're sticking your nose in a bag of those fucking... Yeah, yeah, you got some gummy bears I go chewing? Teasing me over here. You know I'm a big boy. Gummy bears is a hybrid terpene-infused sauce with a distinct terpene profile of gummy bears and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker feeling couch-locked and sedated. We picked up a gram of this sauce at a shop on Aurora Avenue in Seattle. Yeah. Tastes like fucking gummy bears. Oh, that tastes like some fucking gummy bears. Oh, damn. Oh, okay, you took a step up. Let's go. All right, so you recently released the single Long Nights, uh, which you also released a video for. Um, what can you tell us about the song and what was the making of the video like? So I still have a music video come out of it. So this is going to be a long process with Long Nights itself. Um, but the song is deep. You know, I spent a lot of time since I was like three years old in Washington. And throughout that time growing up, I was put in the foster system. And uh, a lot of shit happened within the system. You know, it's not a perfect system for right. necessarily kids to go into even though they're trying to protect the kids at all costs. Um, so that song is basically about pre-foster care and remembering being put into it when the social workers and the sheriff come to the house, take mm -hmm. you away, put you in the car, and there's nothing nobody can do about it, and you question kind of what's going on, you know? Sure. As you're going in life, you get placed in different homes, and you're kind of like, what, what the fuck did I do? Why do, why do I deserve this? You know, seeing other happy homes and happy families. And uh, it's just like a question of where where do I belong at the end of the day, you know? Sure. And so Washington, I've been hearing this where I found myself and going through that process is what made me into who I am. So okay. I would say, um, yeah, it's definitely a deep song. It's for the people that have been through relatable stuff and any journey that you go on doesn't define necessarily who you are. And what was the, the video making like? Uh, where did you guys shoot that? So that was in uh, Cary Park in Seattle with Ivan Shoots. Um, he's an awesome videographer. And 
that experience was cool. There was quite a few people around. Uh, there was even a few people behind just videotaping and, you know, making me feel cool and fucking with my vibe, fucking mm-hmm. with my sound, you know, and it kind of just was some confirmation that what I'm doing is I'm on the right path, you know? Okay. People vibe with it. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a good fucking unique experience and I'm ready to do it again and again and again and again. There you go. All right. So moving along to our number four, how are you feeling so far? We're at the halfway point. Shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. All right. So we'll get uh, we'll get moving on with some confections here. Confections is a sativa dominant hybrid that is known for delivering a surge of energy and keeping the smoker focused and relaxed. We found a gram of these saucy diamonds at a shop in Soto. Mm. <laughs> I don't know bro about this one. She's so quiet, it's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what kind of danger that's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, the quiet ones are deadly, bro. <clears throat> so you have uh you've performed in ve- uh venues all over the Pacific Northwest. Mm. Which ones were some of your favorites and uh do you have any upcoming shows that you wanna talk about? Yeah, so uh I think my favorite venue so far was uh, opening for Kevin Gates in Spokane. Okay. Um, last June, it was it was an arena show, so it was Damn. it was nice. It was it was big. There was a lot of people that were supportive, um, you know. But it was also something that made me reflect because I maybe wasn't ready for that big of a stage. Okay. And so um, I'm grateful for it because of the opportunity and what happened, and it it was a lot of learning. So it just, uh, I, I was able to go and build the foundation from that. That's and, cool. Yes, sir. What was that experience like? I mean, damn, I like, that's, that's got to be a lot of people. You know, it was different because we paid all this money. We didn't even get to meet Kevin Gates. Like, honestly, oh, seriously? Yeah, it was actually pretty disappointing in that aspect. But the the aura of like being backstage and doing sound check in a big venue, knowing it's about to be filled, you know, like that was fucking unique. That's cool. that's that's something I, you can't take that back. That's something right. you get to grow off of, or you're gonna fall from. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's either gonna make you or break you. And I feel like, shit, I'm gonna sit back. I'm gonna fucking recalculate. You know, I'm gonna build a fucking empire. I'm gonna build my legacy from this because now I know how to move. There you go. So. And do you have any upcoming shows that uh, that you got planned? Yeah, I got I got quite a few shows. Um, I got one in the Blue Room in Bellingham on the second. Um, after that, I'm going to Portland, Oregon, open up for Soldier Boy um, at the Bassanova Ballroom. Uh, nice. It's going to be on the 5th. I'm going to try to be a superstar and do two shows in one night, and we'll see how that works. <laughs> good um, luck. Yeah, good luck to me. But, hey, the grind never stops while I'm in Portland. Is it like one of those deals where they do like an all-ages version, and then they do like a later version or something? or like how No, they... this is just two separate promoters I'm okay. with. Oh, um, damn. Oh, yeah. Good luck then. <laughs> yeah, they're both, they're both relatively uh, early, like... Um, close they're both relatively close and i'm working with them try to work the times out and make sure we can 
Bro, it's gonna be lit. I got a whole new catalog of some music about to come out, and I'm gonna there get the go. fucking club bumping, man. That, yeah. that will be an all age event, though. Nice. For sure. So, and they're not gonna do no later. It's That's awesome. all in, and after I'm trying to throw a little after party at the Airbnb and throw a music video. So, <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's gonna be Hell all yeah. inclusive. So. Can't wait to see that. Slide out, slide out. <laughs> so, for our number five today, we got some golden pineapple. I'm excited for this one, actually. This one looks really pretty. Golden Pineapple is a sativa-dominant strain that lives up to its name with a rich pineapple flavor that lingers and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker focused and alert. We scored a gram of these diamonds at a shop on 88th Avenue in Tacoma. Right there, <laughs> bro. She's right. I like that one. Yeah, she tastes good. She tastes good, like like an orange, almost like a mandarin orange. Yeah. All right. So uh, in your bio, you listed quite a few artists that have inspired you over the years. Um, how do you feel these inspirations come through in your music uh, or your performance style? Man, to be real, like. I did a lot of acting and singing and musicals and things like choir and I had a lot of depth in that kind of background. Okay. And so these people always like they always like uh they have always had a way to captivate the audience. That makes sense? Yeah. Like they all they all tell stories like about I don't know, there's just the realness that comes with it, I think. And uh I can just what do you call it? Uh, I just kind of connect to that. Okay. Like it's each of those. So it's Michael Jackson, mm -hmm. um, Kevin Gates, The Temptations. And I didn't grow up off listening to all these new age artists. Right. Like the Acons and stuff. I didn't really listen to that. I just heard music that I liked and I listened to it a lot. And those those kind of artists that just inspired me to keep pushing for, for you, mm -hmm. you know, and it's what I stand for. Like I'm a musically inclined guy. I like to sing. I like to dance. I like to do my thing. So. Hell yeah! Uh, you mentioned like doing like the the um, like theater and acting and stuff like that. How does that play into like what you do? I mean, everything's a performance, so it's you got to put on a show, and so all those things just kind of give me more background. Fuck, I'm high as hell. No, you're good. That's crazy, bro. That shit just hit me like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what we do. Come fuck with your boy. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> Sheesh. Beautiful. <laughs> Damn. So, uh, basically, when I'm put, putting performances together, everything has to be on point. When you do your music, it should be on point. And so everything, when you come out to present it, and you're the one doing it, you never want to embarrass yourself. So it's... It kind of just taught me how to be in line with things. Practice Absolutely. makes perfect. Practice makes perfect. Time is of the essence. You know what I'm saying? Like, time will make you thrive if you really know what you're doing. Absolutely. So, that's... Yeah, fuck. <laughs> what you doing to me, bro? Number four, I was fine. We're almost there, man. Number five. You got this. You got this. Only one more. Sheesh. Of course, of course. We got it. Don't Marco. All right. 
All right, man. So we're here on our last one. You ready for number six? Yeah. For number six, we got the goat. The goat is a sativa dominant strain that typically is found with a high CBD count and is known for its cerebral high that leaves the smoker focused and feeling social. We found a gram of these diamonds at a shop on 88th Avenue in Renton. There you go. Yeah. All right. So uh, as we kind of talked a little bit about, and uh, as you kind of mentioned in your bio, um, you had a rough upbringing uh, in the uh, foster care system, uh, as well as you had some addiction in your family. Um, how do you feel this has led to your current sound? And uh, what message are you trying to impart with your music? Basically, uh, everybody goes through things and it's okay to be vulnerable. So it's like, some motherfuckers want to be so hard, they're going to be like, oh, he's singing soft. Nah, bro. Like, I'm just being vulnerable. This music is the way that I talk to the world in a sound. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's, passion isn't soft. You know right. what I'm saying? And I, don't, I don't care because... If you want to meet, go to the energy, I'll bring to energy. But, like, I just feel like, damn. What was the question again? <laughs> um, so how do you feel that your upbringing has led to your current sound, and what message are you trying to impart with your music? Shit, can I start over? Yeah, you can go ahead. Yeah, oh, cut that shit out. Yeah, shit. No, you can keep going. It's yeah. Um... Fuck, bro. This is why I lost my dad. I was like this, bro. Can you ask a question one time, bro? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do one uh, one part at a time. How about that? All right. Uh, how do you how do you uh, feel that your upbringing has led to your current sound? Um, in terms of my upbringing, it's uh, it's okay to be vulnerable. Um, I felt like for a long time, like I just wanted to do rap because think people thought that was hard. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, I'm a singer at heart, and it's okay to portray that in, in in your music. And I feel like a lot of people do vibe with it. And if you listen to a lot of these songs that have melodies, it's actually something your heart can relate with, not just, uh, you know, us being a streets and do this hard shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel. All right. And uh, and then what, what kind of message are you trying to give out to everybody uh, with your music be authentic just be real because dom dom itself means diverse voices so i'm not just going to be a singer i'm not just going to be a rapper i'm going to make a song how i feel in that time because it's just being 100 percent authentic you know what I'm saying? I feel like being reckless, I'm gonna go make a reckless song. You know what I'm saying? Right. If I feel like I wanna go make a song for my wife, shit, let's go make a lovey-dovey song. Let's see you know what I'm saying? There you go. So it's uh just be authentic to yourself, you know, and uh is my biggest message in my music. That's beautiful, man. <laughs> Perfect. Well, dude, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, uh, I hope you had some fun. Got nice and toasty. <laughs> 
Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, we appreciate the time. This shit was fire. Yeah, absolutely, man. It was a good time. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you guys for joining us. Uh, make sure you click like, share, subscribe. Uh, check out his links. Uh, we'll provide them below. And uh, make sure you check out immaturestoners.com uh, for merchandise like T-shirts and shit. Uh, we've got a bunch of cool stuff. Come help support. Anyway, stay high, guys.